Welcome into week 16 of the Weekly Pickoff Podcast, where you're hearing from the three-peat champion, back to back to back, and I already heard you do a little snicker there. I uh, I, I assume that uh, you're not feeling too good about yourself. Uh, how you doing? Are you okay? I am not happy. <laughs> Does that answer it for you? <laughs> oh God! Yes, yes, that absolutely answers it. Sorry, I'm I'm trying to hold it together over here. <laughs> you weren't expecting that, were you? I, I I was not. I was not. That's good stuff. That is good stuff. Uh, so Stephen A. Smith. He about sums it up for me. That's about how yeah. I feel. Yeah. Well, we only yeah. got two more weeks here, so uh, I mean, obviously the trophy's going to stay where it belongs for Christmas. It'll be home for Christmas, and it'll only be oh in your dreams. So Nice play on words there. I can yep, appreciate yep, yep. that. Yep. Uh, yeah, well, I think what kills me the most is both Washington and the Cowboys had well, sorry. Well, I should say Washington and the 49ers had the chance to win those games. Mm-hmm. And they just sure. failed me. I was so wrapped up into the Eagles game that it took me until about 7 o'clock, I think, to realize that I had won the pickoff. Because I yeah. believe it was decided uh, by 4 o'clock because the three disagreements we had were uh, Thursday night and uh, you got that one. So I needed mm-hmm. to win both mm-hmm. of the games uh and i did yeah washington played a great game i was skeptical as to what was going to happen without alex smith playing i really thought uh last week when we made our picks that he had a better chance of playing than i guess he really did and i was very concerned about that but they held their own and and like i said last week their defense their defense comes to work. And so I think that that played a really big role in that game. But yeah, when, when it came down to it, they just, they couldn't pull it out for me. And yeah, that was a bummer. So the Eagles game had started, that game was still wrapping up and it just didn't go my way. Well, and you can't forget about the dirty Cowboys. Oh, the dirty Cowboys, man. Yeah. 41 points. I did not expect Ugh. that. I did not no. expect uh, Andy Dalton looking like a good backup quarterback again, you know, helping the team. Tony Pollard went off for them. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, I, I was I was impressed. I, I hate I hate to say anything positive about the Cowboys, but I mean, what I saw was a team that in this stinky, gross, nasty division could absolutely take the division from Washington. So I don't know uh, mm-hmm. what your opinion is on that, but we're about to get into playoff talk here in just a minute. So Yeah, I mean, I was going to say the Cowboys, they play the Eagles and they play the Giants yet. Uh, weeks mm-hmm. 15 and 6, or sorry, 16 and 17. So it's possible. I, sure. I, I don't know. We'll have to we'll have to talk about that when we talk about some of these uh, NFC East matchups this week because there's a lot of 
uh, division games left here. And I think that some of them could really count in big ways for a lot of teams in a lot of different divisions here as we look at the playoffs. So I don't know. Do you want to jump right into that? I I would love to hear some of your thoughts. Yeah, absolutely. So um, maybe we can just start in the AFC. Uh, We'll just go over the things that are already wrapped up. uh, And then we can touch on um, teams that are still fighting to get in or are holding a spot right now and fighting not to lose it. So you've got the Chiefs that already won their division. Um, They are, they might not technically be locked in for a first round bye yet, but uh, they, they definitely are well on their way to it. Uh, Mm -hmm. No, they're not, they're not locked into a first round bye. but I mean, I can't, I can't mathematically see any realistic way that they'll, that they'll, uh, they would have to lose both games. Pittsburgh and Buffalo would have to win both games, I believe would be the way. So um, I, I, I don't, foresee that uh then you've got pittsburgh that has a playoff spot wrapped up they don't have the division wrapped up because baltimore could still win out uh and then buffalo won the nfc east or excuse me the afc east for the first time in about sixty thousand years um (laughs) so i mean it's been the patriots division since 2008 and 2008 was the year that tom brady tore his acl the Patriots yep. still went 11 and 5 with Matt Castle, but the Dolphins also went 11 and 5, had the tiebreaker. Just what an unbelievable run of success the Patriots have had. I mean, just think about that. Yep. I know. Dominant. Absolutely dominant. And this year, I, I think it'll be interesting for us to talk about the Patriots a little bit more probably next season because it's really hard to know. I had asked the question a couple of weeks ago. Was it Bill or Tom that contributed more to the Patriots' success over these last several years? How many years has it been? I mean, more than 10, right? I mean, he's, 11? I mean, they've literally been, uh, since 2002, they've been, he's been the starter and yeah. Bill's been there since 99, Yeah, I think. So, yeah, yeah just so an unbelievable run. Almost two decades. So I think it'll yeah. be interesting, though, because we have mentioned many times the Patriots had a lot of key players opt out due to COVID. So yes. um, it, it's really hard to know where their team is even at right now because there's just so many different factors that have played into it. So I am very excited for the Bills. You know, they have played incredible football. Josh Allen is incredible Allen. to watch. Ooh. He yes. he is so fun to watch, and I just think that it's very well-deserved for them this season, and I'm excited to see how far they'll go. But, uh, but yeah, so for at least this year, the Patriots uh, dynasty has come to a, let's call it a pause. For sure. And I need to, um, I need to eat just a little bit of dirt uh, when it comes to a statement I made uh, several weeks ago when I said that Josh Allen and uh, Kyler Murray, you will see the difference over the next mm. several weeks and that Kyler Murray will clearly shine greater than Josh Allen, who I wasn't dissing. I was just saying Kyler Murray was so much greater than him. Mm-hmm. And uh, they are at worst neck and neck. And maybe in reality, I think Josh Allen's a little bit better at this moment. So um mm playing i mean he's he needs to be an mvp discussion right now he's 
Mm-hmm. He is the offense, and he is making things happen. It's it's fun to watch. Uh, so let's get into teams that have not clinched a spot yet. Uh, you've got three teams that are ten and four. You've got the Titans, the Browns, and the Colts. Uh, the Colts currently uh, are behind the Titans on a tiebreaker. Yep. Um, Tennessee leads their division. Uh, and then who else? Let's see here. You've got you've got the Chiefs leading the West. You've got the Pittsburgh. You got Steelers leading the North. The Bills the East. And yeah, okay. The the Titans are leading the South. So that's all your division winners. And then three teams currently with a. Uh, wild card would be the Browns, the Colts, and then the Dolphins with the mm-hmm. Ravens tied with the Dolphins. So yep. um, when when we look at that and then the Raiders are still in the mix all the way down at seven and seven, uh, it's going to be really hard for them to get in. I mean, they're essentially eliminated. Basically, they're just not mathematically eliminated. But mm-hmm. um, when you look at the the four teams that are fighting kind of for three wild card spots, um, Who's kind of the odd team out for you and, and and why? Why why would you say, you know, whether it's between I guess any of the five teams there, the Titans, the uh Browns, Colts, Dolphins, and Ravens, one of those teams is mo- is not going to make the playoffs. So, which one for you is it? Uh, that's a tough one for me. Um because I I think that in some way or another, they're all very deserving of a playoff spot. Um, honestly, and this is going to sound weird because I, I'm not trying to sound like I'm going by records here, but I feel like the Ravens may be the odd ones out in this mix for me because obviously they're still a great football team, but they just have not played up to the same par that we saw them play last year, especially um, and, and they just don't look like a, their team doesn't seem as complete to me as I expected that it should. Their running back situation is just strange to me. They can't figure out who their lead back is and they have good running backs, but, but they, they don't consistently give it to one. And so you never really know, uh, what that's going to look like. And then, as far as their wide receivers go, we've talked about that as well. They really don't have that star receiver. I mean, Hollywood Brown is good, but he really has not uh, been that star that we thought he was going to be when he was drafted. So I think for those reasons, I would say that the Ravens kind of are the odd ones out. The Colts defense has been incredible. The Browns have showed up to work this year. Uh, Titans offense is just, they, they're steamrollers. Um, and we talked about the Dolphins defense as well. And so I think for those reasons, all four of those teams could potentially fit into one of those spots. Sure. For me, um, I would say that the odd team out is probably going to be the Dolphins. And the number one reason for me is just the schedule. Uh, they got the Raiders next week who are, you know, doing everything they can to hang on for a spot. And then, uh, Week 17, they've got the Bills uh, in Buffalo, Mm. and Mm -hmm. that could be, I mean, it could very easily, they could go 0-2, they could go 1-1, and and, uh, the Ravens' schedule is much easier. Um, So I I could see uh, the Ravens jumping up ahead of the Dolphins there, and and in a lot of situations where you've got to close and 
people are basically playing playoff football in these last weeks because it's winner go home. Uh, give me a quarterback who's won an MVP over a rookie. Um, not to say take anything away from the Dolphins defense. I mean, you and I and, and me especially, we've we've raved about the Dolphins defense. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, just just give me Lamar Jackson. I think he's heating up. I think he's back from COVID and fully recovered. There was a little bit of concern there, and and I just mm-hmm. uh, I do like the Ravens a little bit more. Um, if I wouldn't be utterly blown away if the Titans somehow fell out. It would be, it would be hard to do mathematically, but there's a chance. I just want to throw that out there. I want that to have been said. I don't see the Colts falling out. I don't see the Browns falling out. Um, yeah, the dolphins are probably my pick. So any other thoughts there? Should we move on to the NFC? No, I think those are all valid points. And when you look at some of these matchups, there are some, some pretty big glaring questions that, need to be answered over the next two weeks. So I think that that pretty much sums it up. Tell me about the uh, NFC East here. Give me a rundown. Perfect. Or not the so, NFC East. Sorry, just the NFC. Well, no. Well, no, and I <laughs> well you need to start with the NFC to... East because. <laughs> because, yeah, they're, they're their own dumpster fire. Um, right. <laughs> it's ridiculous given that we're two weeks out that every team still is like above 10% chance to win the division. Ugh. Like, Every team has a real shot. Uh, obviously, the Eagles have probably the worst shot in the division to win it. Right. Um, but, you know, as I look at this and I look at the schedules, I do think Washington comes out on top. I think they could finish eight and eight. Uh, I think seven and nine will be good enough to win the division. And I think they do have some tiebreakers over some teams. Uh, mm-hmm. I am going to pick Washington to win the division. Um, if I had to pick, like, who's the second team that's got a shot, uh, I actually think it's the Cowboys. I really do. So mm-hmm. what are you, what are your thoughts on the NFC East? Yeah, I, it's hard for me because I still feel like there are a couple of unanswered questions with Washington right now, especially at that quarterback position. If Alex Smith is able to come back, I totally agree that they are probably the ones to win the division. Um, if Alex Smith doesn't come back, I don't really have enough confidence in Haskins to, <sighs> to carry it for them um so in that situation I think I would as much as it pains me to say I would put the Cowboys at the top of the division yeah I don't know we'll see that's why I'm saying there's so many games here over the next two weeks that could be so telling and that that's not always the case this late in the season for so many different divisions I had texted you right before we started recording and saying you know, like I'm surprised at how many divisions are still not wrapped up. So uh, I don't know. I think it's going to be interesting to see. Um, what about these other NFC divisions? Yeah. So we've got the North that's wrapped up by Green Bay. Uh, they have smacked everyone around this year mm-hmm. with their offense. Um, New Orleans and Seattle both have playoff spots. They've not wrapped up their divisions. Right. Um, but when you look at uh, New Orleans, they're only one game ahead. They absolutely could give up the division. Um, and so could Seattle because they're only one game ahead against the Rams. Mm-hmm. Um, so those those divisions are certainly not not wrapped up at all. Um, Minnesota is technically alive at six and eight, but it'd be really, really hard for them to get in. So for the sake of this conversation, uh, let's just probably skip them. Um, when you look at the there's going to be three wild card spots so that would go down to the seven seed. The current spots would be. 
the Rams would have the first wild card spot, the Buccaneers the second, and those two teams are both nine and five. You've got mm-hmm. the Cardinals at eight and six, who had a, a, a good win against the Eagles yesterday. Yeah. And then uh, Chicago finally got off the snide and, and got a win. They're at seven and seven. So they, they are going to need some help to win. Um, uh, which team here do you think is the odd team out? And then maybe is there a team here uh, in those wild card teams uh, that you think is, is pretty safe? Like you'd be really surprised to see them, uh, the odd team out. Um, yeah, it's a great question. I think with this one, my odd team out is probably going to be the Bears at this point. Sure. They've been so up and down and I, I'm not unhappy that they've had nice wins these last two weeks. Um, I mean, a couple of years ago, Mitch Trubisky played really, really well. Um, and he was one of those quarterbacks that everybody was sort of watching to see, okay, is he going to develop into something? And then, you know, things happen, injuries happen, bring in Nick Foles, all those kinds of things. Um, but just with the changeover at quarterback, inconsistent defense, injuries on offense, it's just really hard for me to picture like why they they deserve that playoff spot at this point. Um, I agree with you that the Vikings are probably very, very, very slim chance of making it in. So I'm just going to pretend that they're not even a part of this conversation. So as I look at that sure. list, I would definitely say Bears would be odd. Um, and then you said what? You would be surprised... Yeah, Which yeah. One? So any of the teams, maybe through five through eight. So you obviously said the Bears, where you're most likely to be eliminated. So of the teams five through eight, the Rams, Buccaneers, Cardinals. Uh, which of those three teams there um, would you say is most likely to be safe? You'd be uh, shocked to see them on the outside looking at the end of the season. Yeah, as I look at uh, the remaining schedule. So the Seahawks face the Rams and the 49ers. The Rams obviously then face the Hawks, the Cards. The Cards face the 49ers, the Rams. Those are all division games within the West. So really those are all up for grabs. So those have a lot of big question marks for me. The Bucks face the Lions and then the Falcons. Ooh, and baby. I know there you that, go. <laughs> I know that the Bucks have had some close ones (laughs) let's just say that um but I would be surprised if they lose to both of those teams so I would say yeah I would be really surprised if the Bucks get eliminated well you took about 80 percent of my analysis from me because we have (laughs) uh mirror uh well no we're we totally agree and, and and good stuff I mean uh I've been saying for weeks that I just can't see Tom Brady choking away a playoff berth no uh, especially now that he sees Bill Belichick is going to be sitting at home. You know, yeah. it's just one little feather in the cap. Hey, I made the playoffs. You didn't mm-hmm. like just just a little like Tom Brady won Bill Belichick zero. Uh, but that yeah. schedule is the exact reason that I would uh, I would agree with you. And and when I go to Chicago, um, you know, they actually play the Jaguars this week. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you can just put the, the Bears pretty much at eight and seven. And it's not guaranteed, right. but, you know, probably. But then they get the Packers in in week 17. And so you could pretty much put them at eight and eight. Mm -hmm. Uh, And and 
and I don't know of a world in the NFC that uh, an eight and eight record will get you a wild card spot. It sure as heck will win you to a division, <laughs> but it won't. It won't get you a wild card spot. Oh, so, good uh, lord! Yeah, it it literally an eight and eight record would win the division in the in the NFC East. It's guaranteed. It's yep. impossible that a team will finish better than that. Oh, so disgusting. Um, so yeah, Tampa, Tampa Bay is pretty close to a lock for me and Chicago is out. Um, hey, let that's... me ask you a question. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so just let's just do a check in here. And I would love to ask you this uh, for the next couple of weeks as we're leading up to uh, the Super Bowl. Do you still have the Chiefs winning? I do. Why would that okay. have changed? I don't know. I just I just want to ask because things oh, happen okay. from week to week. You never know. Sure, 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 sure. Things could change within the playoffs, the matchups, things like that. Uh, Clyde Edwards-Alaire did go down uh, in yeah. their game on Sunday, which looked like a pretty brutal injury, but I'm reading that it's most likely a high ankle sprain, so yeah, he could potentially well, come back from that, you know? Yeah, the high ankle sprain stuff is tough because, you know, that is not kind of the – it just it's a longer injury it just sounds like oh an ankle sprain no like it's more up the calf and those injuries often take four to six weeks to fully recover now Mm -hmm. when you're talking about a playoff game and Clyde Edwards Alaire is your most talented back like he's gonna play three weeks after this injury yeah you know I would be shocked to see him not out there but he's not gonna be 100% like this is not reality but the, the the fortunate part about the Chiefs is like I mean, they. I genuinely believe if they ran the ball zero times, they could blow some teams out. Oh, for sure, for sure. And they still have Le'Veon Bell. Like that's right. not, that's not Who's a bad no uh, depth. That's not <laughs> yeah. a bad depth chart to have there. So, um, yeah. yeah. But as I said, things can happen. You never know from week to week. And so, yeah, I, I would just love to continue to do a little check in and just see. I also still do have the Chiefs winning uh, the Super Bowl. So. We shall Great. see. I, I, I just want to ask you, and, and yeah. we don't need to we don't need to review a whole bunch of these games, but what I called my Super Bowl preview, um, did you catch any of the Chiefs Saints game? And if so, did you have any thoughts on it? Um, if not, I can just kind of give you mine. But I just was curious because I watched the entire game because I I had the Eagles game like I was watching it here and there. But like, I mean, mm-hmm. this to me is my Super Bowl preview and uh, 32 29. Yeah, not bad. Yeah, I uh, I got to see some of it, and I watched actually a lot of it on just like a like the GameCast. Um, I was following some of my fantasy players in that game, so sure. um, I was keeping my eyes on that. But my team is always on the TV, so um, yeah, I was I was disappointed in Drew Brees' performance, at least to start the game. Um, Lots of incomplete passes. I expected Kamara to run more than he did. Um, yeah, I just, I didn't expect it to be as one-sided as it was, at least yeah, for funny. the first half. Yeah, I was going to say, it's funny to look at a 32-29 to 29 game and call it lopsided, but you're right. It really was the first half and almost three-quarters of the game. Uh, right. I, there was a point where Drew Brees was 0 of 6 passing. There was a point where I think he was 2 of 11. Yeah. Like, they just could not get it going. And then finally, it started to click. 
They started to look like the. It's like it's like Drew Brees needed a half to come back almost. Right. And right. And then and then it looked competitive. And so you know I, I'll be really interested to see what the Saints do uh, this week. Um, but yeah, I, I, overall, when you look at the end of the game, I mean that could be a really exciting Super Bowl. I mean, oh, it man. could be. But points all over the place. Can I surprise you with something? Oh man. Bracket as it is right now, heading into week 16, basically what would happen in the championship round is we could see, at least as I have it, the Packers and the Saints, and then the Chiefs and the Bills, potentially. And if that's the case, I still have the Chiefs winning that um, AFC matchup, but... If it's Packers Saints as it stands right now today, I would have the and that Packers would be in Lambo. Yeah, yeah, that would be in Lambo too. Yeah. So not to interrupt you, I apologize. Um, no, but... it's okay. It's all right. So I think we could potentially see a Packers Chiefs Super Bowl. I mean, it wouldn't be shocking. I mean, that's your two teams that are leading the the conferences right now. Yeah. Um, so yeah, we 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 need to see a couple more weeks and see where yeah, we do team seed and see if drew Brees can continue his kind of comeback and and show that he's healthy and it'd be really nice for them if michael thomas could get healthy but uh Mm -hmm. you want to get into these uh week 16 games i would love to do that all right this is a weird week but i am here for it uh (laughs) christmas day Friday at 4.30, we have the 6-8 and eight Vikings going to the 10-4 and four Saints, who we were just talking about in this uh, in this analysis. So, tell me who you got on this game. Yeah, I'm going to choose to believe that uh, the Saints will overcome maybe a little bit of rust here. I just, I do like what Drew Brees showed me in the second half. Mm-hmm. I really would like to see Michael Thomas come back, but I, I believe he's on injured reserve, which... This year is uh, just a three-week designation, which uh, mm-hmm. just for a second, I just want to sidetrack and say I really love the three-week injured reserve rule. Before, it used to be if you put a guy on injured reserve and you opened up another roster spot, he was gone for 16 games. And it just it made your team so so limited because you couldn't go pick up a practice squad guy because, well, you don't want to put him on injured reserve because he's Michael Thomas. Well, now the repercussions for that are so much less. And so, mm-hmm. you know, you get a timetable of, oh, he will be out at least three weeks. He gets to recover. He doesn't have to hurry back now. So right. anyway, all of that to say, I just think that's a really cool rule. Uh, give me the Saints. I just think they're a little bit better of a team than uh, Minnesota. But man, these Minnesota uh, Saints games have been great. If you just think back to that crazy catch that Stefan Diggs had a couple of years ago. Oh, what was yeah, that the, the Minnesota miracle. That? Yep unbelievable game um stefan diggs absolutely ending the world uh Mm -hmm. crazy and then you had that one no call uh pass interference play that the saints lost on too so they hate this the 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 vikings so (laughs) it'll be fun to watch (laughs) it will be fun to watch and yeah i agree with you i think that the saints are gonna kind of get back into a little bit of a rhythm they are at home so they don't have to travel um and uh yeah they're a little bit better of a team dalvin cook is scary but uh the saints have been doing a great job this season so i'll also take the saints in this game all right 
Moving on, we have three Saturday games this week. Uh, first one is at 1 o'clock. We have the 9-5 and five Buccaneers going to Detroit to play the 5-9 and nine Lions. Um, we talked about this a little bit just a few minutes ago. I don't, I don't see the Bucks losing to the Lions at this point. I, I just, I, I don't think that it's a very even matchup if you really look at the, the statistics. What do you think about this one? I think that the Buccaneers offense is really clicking right now, and that's a dangerous thing. No yeah. one's going to want to play them in the playoffs. It's Tom Brady, and he's surrounded by weapons. I mean, you had Antonio Brown finally score. Yep. finally look like the player that they brought in. You had their second string running back, Leonard Fournette. Leonard Fournette is a second string running back. That's nuts. What Score two this? touchdowns. Exactly. Like Rob Gronkowski has had like, I don't know if it's, it's still continuing, but he had like five straight weeks with a touchdown. Like yeah. their offense is really coming together. They've yep. got a fine defense. It's not spectacular, but they've got, you know, some, some stalwarts on that defense and, uh, again, no one wants to play Tom Brady in December and especially not January. So, uh, um, right. uh, the lions to me, they're, they're too injured. They're too beat up. And, uh, I, I don't think that they really have anything to play for. So give me the, yep. give me the bucks. Yep. Agreed. Okay. Saturday, four 30, we have the five and nine 49ers heading to Arizona to play the eight and six Cardinals in this division matchup. This could be an interesting game because the 49ers, even though, I mean, every week we talk about the injured 49ers, we talk about the camera panning up into the stands to <laughs> Garoppolo and Kittle and, you know, all of their injured players. And um, even so, they really haven't been playing horrible football. Uh, they've just had trouble winning games and their matchups have been a little bit lopsided because they're very beat up. Um, but... We talked about last week how the Cardinals had been on a little bit of a decline, and even this week the Eagles gave them a run for their money. And so I think that this could potentially be a closer game than the records might lead to, but I'm still going to take the Cardinals in this uh, game because it matters more for them. Yeah, I I, I feel the same way, um, but I, if the 49ers were to get this win, I could just see it being because – they ran for 200 yards. The Cardinals can't mm. stop the run. I mean, look at yeah. what the Eagles did to them on the ground. Yeah. Um, and the 49ers, uh, it doesn't matter what running back they give you. Uh, that running back is going to give you work. Um, man, they're so beat up. But, you know, they they give props to Kyle Shanahan. He puts out a good product every week, regardless of of what he's working with. And, yep. and five and nine is not a very good record, but he is overachieving with what he's working with. So mm -hmm. uh, I'll go Cardinals. They're a better team that's fighting for something, but uh, won't be blown away if the 49ers are competitive. Yep. Yep. All right. So Saturday night, we have the nine and five Dolphins going to face the seven and seven Raiders. Uh, Derek Carr's health is in question. Uh, he suffered an injury on the Raiders second possession of the game on Thursday night, and he may not be returning this season. So what do you think about that? So I just Googled Derek Carr because I needed to see what his, <laughs> what his health outlook was. And the first <laughs> result on Google is oh, no. Raiders quarterback Derek Carr is reportedly 
pissed. That was the first <laughs> oh, result. Thank no. you so much. No, but uh, so it says that he's expected to make a push to play Saturday. Um, you know, who knows if he actually gets to play. Uh, they, they need him. He has been playing good football. He's had a couple awful games, but for the most part, he has been very solid for them this year. Yep. Uh, he's having one of his best seasons of his career. Um, maybe, maybe only the second, uh, second to that one where he was in MVP discussions. Um, I am taking the Raiders this week. Uh, I believe Derek Carr is going to play, uh, and, and they, they need to redeem themselves a little bit. Uh, I don't like how beat up the Dolphins are right now. And uh, I, I'm just not a believer in first year Tua. I'm not condemning him for his career. I'm just saying this season, I don't know that he's the guy that's going to take you where you need to go. So give me Raiders. Yeah. Um. So can you just give a real quick recap of the text message you sent me right before the one o'clock game started on Sunday? Oh gosh, you want me to go dig? What was the, what was the, what was the context? Uh, the, well, the question that you asked me was, you want cards? Question mark. Right. Okay. So I asked you. Um, I was having some doubts about some of my picks, and mm-hmm. we had talked uh, that if it wasn't for the fact that we wanted to have an odd number of disagreements, so that there was no tie situation. Uh, that you likely would have taken the Cardinals over the Eagles. And I had tried to switch off of the Dolphins um, Mm -hmm. because I had picked the Dolphins over the Patriots. Mm -hmm. Um, And so all of that to say, you wouldn't let me do it, which rightfully so, because we recorded it and like, it's done. Mm -hmm. Um, But had you gotten the switches that you kind of wanted and I gotten the switches that I kind of wanted, we both would have done better um, because I wouldn't have had the Patriot I would have had the Patriots winning mm-hmm. um yeah anyway well so all that to say well one I really did think the Eagles had a chance in that game and like I said to you it was so close to me that it was a hard one and I just decided to go Eagles on it I went with I went with my team um and no no takesy backsies as they say <laughs> in the fourth grade um, <laughs> but remember you also then sent me a message later in the day and said, thanks for not letting me change my pick on. Dolphins. <laughs> That's true. So I am standing with the dolphins here. I don't think that Derek Carr is going to be able to play. He could try, but I, I don't know. He, he did not look like he could handle some of that quarterback footing that needs to be handled yeah. in a game. Um, and so, I am going Dolphins. I know they're injured. I know you don't like the first-year quarterback thing, but their defense is no joke, and defenses can win games. So give me the Dolphins this is on the that tough... one. There's our first disagreement. This is this is the tough part about picking so early in the week is, you know, and, and we've kind of agreed that we're not going to hedge. Like, we're just going to pick a team. Yeah. And so, like, hypothetically, if Patrick Mahomes was questionable, yeah, like – that's enormous, you know? So uh-huh. anyway, I digress. Uh-huh. Yeah. No worries. No worries. Yeah. Uh, I mean, hey, it's Christmas, so we've got to record when we can. Um, all right. So moving on to Sunday at 1 o'clock, we have the 4 and 10 Panthers going to the 6 and 8 Washington football team. Um, Panthers proved to us once again this past week that they can't win football games. They can play football games, but they can't win. 
Mike Davis let me down. I have Mike Davis starting in my main fantasy league. Mm-hmm. He gave me 8.1 points after mm-hmm. the last several weeks, giving me like 20 and 25. And mm-hmm. he killed me. He killed me. I'm taking yeah. the football team. Yep. And I just don't think the Panthers have enough offense right now, uh, nope. which is crazy when you look at the amount of money they've spent on offense. However, uh, no Christian McCaffrey. Mike Davis has looked a little bit disappointing. Robbie mm-hmm. Anderson disappeared. Yep. And, uh, you know, honestly, Dwayne Haskins wasn't a disaster. He looked fine. He wasn't, so. but they are a different team when Alex Smith plays. I agree. I agree. But uh, either way, I agree with you on this one. I'm also going to take Washington because um, their defense is dominant and the Panthers, while they can put up points, they can't finish games in the fourth quarter. So I'll take Washington on this one. Um, Okay, so we have another NFC East team here playing at one o'clock. We have the five and nine Giants going to Baltimore to play the nine and five Ravens. Um, Is this a close one for you? Mm, yeah it's close it's uh, it's ravens for me but it is it is close the the giants i just hate their quarterback situation i just think Mm -hmm. it's miserable Mm -hmm. and uh yeah it it doesn't really when you when you look at all the offensive pieces that the giants have obviously saquon's been out but um oh my gosh they've got receivers everywhere and yeah, I, I just I'm, I'm so flustered with their offense because you look at it on paper. They've got three receivers that should be something. Mm-hmm. Their offensive line holds them back and man, does their quarterback hold them back. So, yeah, um, and I think the Ravens are a good, complete team. They really do. You're right. Need to figure out the running back situation. Um, they just need to give J, uh, J.K. Dobbins like 20 carries a game. Just don't mm-hmm. even think about it. Just do it. Yeah, it's going to work most games. Yep. Yeah, just my thoughts there. So, Yeah, I don't disagree with you. I, I'm also going to go Ravens on this one. The Giants just hmm. – the Giants are the Giants. That's all I can say about that one. <laughs> so uh, give me the Ravens. Okay, uh, Sunday 1 o'clock, we have the Colts going to the Steelers. I would love to hear your thoughts on this one. I'm very curious. I have the Steelers losing three games in a row. I'm going to go with the Colts, and okay. I think that uh, my love fest for Philip Rivers, which uh, began as a hate fest, uh, <laughs> it did. Has, has now has now turned into a love fest. He is playing fantastic football, mm-hmm. and uh, I think the Steelers are they're just the wheels are falling off just a little bit. And mm-hmm. when I say the wheels are falling off, they're going to make the playoffs. Obviously, they're already locked a spot up. They're probably going to win their first round matchup, but. Uh, you know, this was not the team that we thought it was when they were 11 and 0. Right. Um, this, without trying to get too hyperbolic, this is probably the worst 11 and 0 team in NFL history. Not Ooh. because, well, uh, being 11 and 0, that's not a lot of teams. So, like, you know, I've, I'm saying you're the worst, you know, worst basketball player in the NBA All Star game. Like okay. <laughs> you're all pretty right, good. Right. You know what I mean? All right. <laughs> so, so, you know, but, um, yeah, you just look at, they win games by small margins against teams that they really ought not to. Mm-hmm. There were games against the Eagles that they should have 
absolutely obliterated them. Didn't they have a game against the Jets that they were supposed to destroy? And they it was oh like yeah, the Cowboys super do. close. The Cowboys like yeah, blow these teams out. Yeah, and I like all I see is they can't blow them out. Like that's what they're showing. Mm-hmm. I think they can, but they're not doing it. And so yeah. you know, and then there's tougher games, and those games are close too. Uh, yeah, give me give me the Colts because I think they've got momentum. I think Steelers players might be starting to doubt themselves a little bit. So Mm -hmm. what are your thoughts? Yeah, uh, I have the same. I also have the Colts winning. Um, And and here's the thing. When when we talk about top defenses in the league, uh, all the analysts will tell you Steelers are up there at the top. Um, I actually think the Colts might have the better defense in this situation, Um, especially since the Steelers have been on a little bit of a decline. and so I, I really do think that the Colts could pull this one out. Now I want to, I do want to say something. You said that they're probably going to win the first, their first matchup of the playoffs. I actually think they might not make it past that wild card round of the playoffs. Wow. It would really have to, I have to see who they play against, but I mean, yeah, it's I, possible. As of right now, they would play the dolphins. And I also think the dolphins mm. have a better defense. So mm. I don't know. It's too, it's too soon to say, but that's just, you know, whatever hot take. Um, so I don't know. We both have the Colts going to uh, Pittsburgh and defeating the Steelers. For sure. All right. So uh, next we have the four and 10 Falcons going to the 13 and one chiefs. Do we need to really say a whole lot about this game? Uh, no. Matt Ryan, I hate you. I hate you so much, Matt Ryan. <sighs> I played against Matt Ryan. I know you He's did. supposed to stink without Julio Jones. That was the rule. He stinks without Julio Jones. And then he was QB2 on the entire week. Yeah. Oh, I hate Matt Ryan. Okay, that's all I needed to say. I got that off my okay. chest now. How about you? All right, all right. I'm, I'm glad you got that off your chest. Yeah, uh, give me the Chiefs. <laughs> All right, moving on. Sunday, one o'clock. We have the seven and seven Bears going to the one and thirteen Jaguars, and we said this earlier. The Bears are probably going to come out of this game eight and seven, uh, but they probably still won't make the playoffs. Do we agree on that? Yeah, I mean completely. And the number one overall pick, Jacksonville Jaguars, uh, would like to keep their number one overall pick. And yep. Draft Trevor Lawrence because they don't have the long-term answer at quarterback. I don't think Gardner Minshew's some bum, but I don't think he's the guy either. So no, no. Um, yep, they will be happy to keep that pick, and uh, I don't think their general manager and their coach really want to get in the way of that. So probably uh, not. Okay, all right. We then have the Bengals going to the Texans. This is essentially a game that doesn't matter. <laughs> you're not wrong i mean <laughs> they're both eliminated this uh-huh. is a this is a game for playoff position mm-hmm. it is or not playoff position excuse me draft position mm-hmm. um you just need to you need to gather some like some good mojo for next year if you're deshaun watson you had a bad year like this the season went poorly you just traded away your best offensive playmaker. Mm-hmm. Uh, you need to get a couple wins to feel good about what's going to happen in 2021. 
Yeah. Because if you end this season four and twelve, oh my goodness, like yuck! I so, know. You better beat the Bengals. That's all I'm going to say. Give me the Texans. You better beat the Bengals. Yeah, yeah, I agree with that. And the Bengals just on offense look horrendous, and and I don't know how I don't know how you fix that. So I'll I'll take the the Texans on that game as well. All right, this you next pray, game. You pray for the healing of Joe Burrow. That's how yes. you do it. Yes, you do. You do. Uh, but I don't know how you fix it for this season, I guess, is what I'm trying oh, to say. Oh, you don't. You, yeah, I got gotcha. <laughs> you. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> all right. Then we have the 10-4 and 4 Browns going to the 1-13 and 13 Jets, who just won their first game, which I know you have some words about that, but I'll have you hold those words until we get a little bit further down on our list. Um. I have the Browns on this one. I don't think that the Browns are going to even let it come close, to be honest with you. I, I just – there some of the teams that the Jets have played, it's gotten way closer than it should, and I don't see that happening with the Browns because I, I think that they're on fire. And I, I'm not trying to turn this into a brag fest about the Browns because we had that conversation last week. But I'm going with the Brownies for I think a third week in a row here. Yeah, I'll jump on the on the Browns bandwagon here. I mean, I'll jump on any bandwagon if it's against the Jets. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I, I I like what the Browns are doing. I mean, they just they run so well, and uh, mm-hmm. the Jets, the Jets when they lose, they don't even lose right. I mean, they just threw away the first overall pick. So yeah. give me the Browns and uh, keep it up, Baker Mayfield. You're doing great. You're 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 making a wrong person out of me. Yep, me too. Me too. Okay, this next game we are moving to the four o'clock slot on Sunday. We have the five and nine Broncos going to the five and nine Chargers. Um, I, this was a this was a hard one for me because these are two teams that have been up and down for several reasons. So I'm going to take a step back and I'm going to let you go first on this one. I wanted to do the same thing. Gosh, darn it. <sighs> I mean, I, go... I picked, I picked one so I can go first oh, if you want me pl- to. Pl- please do. Please do. Cause I, I'm not a hundred percent decided on this. I want to hear what your thoughts on this and uh, maybe that'll influence my decision. Go ahead. Okay. All right. Yeah. So I took the Broncos on this one because Drew Locke has been looking better and better from week to week, um, which has been surprising and encouraging because the Broncos do have some really key players who have been injured basically all season. So that encourages me for the future. Um, I mean, I don't know that you keep Drew Locke as your QB one, but uh, if you do, I'm encouraged by that. Um, So, yeah, I just think that over the past couple of weeks, the Broncos have played really good football. Not that the Chargers haven't. Justin Herbert is amazing to watch. But I just think that offensively, um, the Broncos have a little bit more of an advantage. They do still have Melvin Gordon, who is their best running back. Philip Lindsay is back from injury. Um, Jerry Judy and KJ Hamler have been doing some great work for them. Noah Fant looks really good at tight end. So, um, yeah, give me the Broncos on this one, but I won't be surprised if the Chargers win it. I'm going to go with my heart and let Justin Herbert uh, win the game here for me, I hope. Uh, I knew you would. Keenan Allen killed me in fantasy. He had like two points. Yeah. Oh man, I needed him to do something, and he just—he was too hurt. And I started him up, knowing he was hurt. 
Yep. <sighs> I can't really blame that one on him. You know, actually, I can blame that one on him because he came out of the tunnel and this was recorded. It was all over Twitter. And he said right into a camera, he said, don't sit me. Mm-hmm. And it got shared all over Twitter. Yep. Not that that impacted anything. I didn't even see that until the game was already started. But yeah, don't tell me don't sit me and then give me two catches for eight yards. Yeah. Get out of here. No, anyway, thanks. Whatever. I still believe in Herbert. I, I love the rapport that he's got with with every other weapon on the team. And uh, uh, I, I I'm like what I'm seeing out of Drew Locke, but I'm just not a long term believer in him. Whereas Herbert, I think he's going to end up being a top five quarterback in the next two years. Mm-hmm. So. All right. We'll see what happens with that game. Okay, moving on, we have the four nine and one Eagles going to Dallas to face the five and nine Cowboys. Um, I don't know how you can pick against your team in this scenario. <laughs> Are you going to do that, Zach? Oh boy, the pen is tapping. <laughs> I am. I'm gonna take the Cowboys. Oh, Zach! It is not because I want them. Obviously, you know what I'm rooting for. Um, but we're a little bit on a high horse right now with how um Jalen Hurts has been playing, and we lost. People need to remember mm-hmm. we just lost. I know Jalen Hurts had four touchdowns. He played great. Mm-hmm. But the Cowboys are winning some games right now. I, mm-hmm. You know, they're not playing unbelievable, but they are beating some football teams. And we've got one win in like the last 64,000 years or something like that. <laughs> so, so give me the Cowboys. The Cowboys are at home. The last time the Eagles went to Dallas, I was in attendance and we got absolutely murdered. Mm-hmm. Um, my wife has a picture of herself with three Eagles fans where the three Eagles fans look like they just watched their dog get hit in the road. And she <laughs> looks like she just won the lottery. I remember so, that picture. Uh, yep. Yeah. That picture is, is devastating. So yep. give me the Cowboys and uh, tell me why the Eagles are going to win because I want to hear good things. Uh, yeah. So Jalen hurts had a great game. Uh, he pleasantly surprised me because you know how I feel about the Eagles backup quarterback situation. Um, He he looked poised and incredible, and I was very, very encouraged by that. Like you said earlier, the offense played very well. There were some balls that should have been caught that weren't. Um, Honestly, I think what killed the Eagles this week against the Cards was their defense. And they could potentially get a couple of their injured players back this week. especially in their secondary. I don't know for sure. Um, even if they don't, I just wonder if some of these newer players that have stepped up in the secondary because of the injuries um, just needed to get a game under their belt. Maybe it kind of like as a wake up call for them of like, Oh, if I want a job in the NFL next year, I might need to prove myself for some reason. Um, so yeah, I, <laughs> Those are the reasons why I'm like, yeah, I think that they could probably win this game. And even if I know you shouldn't compare teams like this, but even if you look at like Dallas versus the cards, like the Cardinals are clearly the better team in that situation. And 
If the Eagles held their own against the Cards and almost won that game, they can surely beat Dallas. That's my two cents. Sure. I hope you're right. I I hope hope I'm right, right. too. All right. I'm going to give you a couple minutes of the floor here because we have the 9-5 and Rams going to the 10-4 and Seahawks in this very important divisional game after the Rams just came off of a loss to the Jets. You know, it would just, it would do my heart so well to just sit here and rip apart the Rams, but I'm not going to rip apart the Rams. And okay. it's the Rams' fault that they lost to the Jets. I'm going to... Oh my gosh, I'm just so... I can't believe... How do you lose to the Jets? Okay, I'm going to rip them apart. What are they doing? <laughs> Why? I just don't understand. Like, you are fighting. You're scratching and clawing to get into the playoffs. And you need every win you can get. And the Jets, they don't they don't know how to walk onto the field properly. And Jared Goff just proves to me again and again and again that he is just not the guy. He's a Mm -hmm. fine starting quarterback, Mm -hmm. but three points in the Super Bowl. this game where you can't beat the jets. Like I'm not going to call you a choker, but man, you're 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 getting close. I'm I'm getting close to to giving you that label. Um, that's really all I need to say. I'm taking the Seahawks because the Rams disgust me. I'm not even going to do any <laughs> football analysis on it. The okay. Rams disgust me. Uh, they might even be a slightly better team than the Seahawks, but I refuse to take. I give the Rams no props after that disgusting performance. Hmm. All right. Um, well, historically, the Seahawks have really struggled against the Rams. It doesn't matter if they're in L.A. or if they're at home. So I'm actually going to take the Rams on this one. I think it was a fluky week. Um, I think fluky weeks happen, and I still do believe in the Rams, and I think that they can hold their own against the Seahawks. Uh, it's a division game. They need to prove themselves in this one after that horrible loss. And if they don't, they could be in trouble. So I'm going to take the Rams. We'll see. All right. Okay. Two more games to go Sunday night football. I'm excited for this game. We have the 10 and four Titans going to the 11 and three Packers. I think this is going to be a really good one. Yeah. uh, Honestly, the Rams Seahawks, as much as I just destroyed the Rams, uh, should be a good game. And uh, I expect, I expect this game to be really good. Sunday night football, uh, in Lambeau, um, you know, usually the home team has the advantage, but man, nobody wants to tackle Derrick Henry in the cold. Mm-hmm. And when I, when I stub my toe in the cold, I'm in so much pain and now try to tackle a 250 pound man when it's 25 degrees outside. No, thank you. Um, nope. I'm taking the Titans. Uh, okay. Marcus Mar- Marcus Mariota. That's he's not there anymore. No, uh, he's Tannehill. with the Raiders now. <laughs> yeah, and and he he played. Uh, he did. Uh, unfortunately for you. Uh, <laughs> uh, but yep. um, yeah, fantasy football. Anyway, uh, the Titans are playing great on offense. I I love watching the Titans because every time I tune in, I'm just like, oh, Ryan Tannehill, ho hum. Like 
He's good. Like people need to stop thinking of Ryan Tannehill as the guy that the Dolphins rejected when Adam Gase was there and think about him as the guy the Titans wanted because he's good. Like he could mm-hmm. win a Super Bowl. He's good. Mm-hmm. He's that good. Yep. I'm um, not predicting that they will this year, but he is good enough to do that for them. So, he certainly um, is. Of course, the Packers could win. They're 11 and 3. They're dominant. Um, but uh, I'm going to take the the small upset here and and go Titans. Okay. Um, This is the most we've ever disagreed on the pod. This is kind of exciting and also strange. Uh, I'm going to take the home team and go with the Packers. This is what I have written down on my paper. Devontae Adams will walk all over the Titans secondary and Henry will be (laughs) stuffed. And well, Henry will be stuffed. Yep. Wow. Okay. So the Devontae Adams thing you're, you're already correct about. Okay, I just want to, I want to, here, I'll, I'll do this. When I think of stuffed, I think Derrick Henry ran 25 times and ran for less than 70 yards. Would you agree with that? Sure. To me, that's stuffed. So less, are you saying that you think less than 70 yards? So if he, if he runs for 140, I get to pick on you next week? No, can I say like under 100 yards? Okay, I mean he's averaging about a hundred yards this year, so sure. Yeah, under hundred yards. I the the Packers defense is very good against the rush this year, um, and I, they're used to playing in the cold. Not that you want to tackle a two hundred and fifty pound man in the cold, but they're used to it. And so I, I just I think that this is going to be a really tough game for Derrick Henry and the Titans secondary is really, really not good. <laughs> so yeah. um, I think that, like I said, Devontae Adams is going to walk all over them. Hey, maybe Marquez Valdez-Scantling is going to have a 75-yard touchdown. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I'm going to take the Packers in this game, uh, give them the home team advantage. Personally, I don't even want a sled ride in the cold. So tackling I, a man is just, I mean, I'll pass on that. Yeah, I'm with you on that one. Uh, okay, so last game of the week, Monday Night Football. We have the 11-3 and three Bills going to the 6-8 and eight Patriots in Foxborough. We're going to agree on this one. I will take the Bills. Uh, I love how Josh Allen's playing right now. I would love to see either Devin Singletary or Zach Moss take over that backfield and give um, Josh Allen a, a quality run game to go with his outstanding passing attack. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, of course, the Bills, great defense. Um, that's the only thing to me that's the weakness. That's a weakness that the Bills have. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that does scare me just a little bit because Bill Belichick is, is very good at taking your one strength and making you use something else. Um, but I do think that the Bills are significantly more talented this season with the given roster that exists. Uh, So give me the Bills over the Patriots. Yep, I'm with you on this one. And we've talked a lot about the Bills and the Patriots this year. Um, And I think that the Bills are going to continue to dominate. And I'm really excited to watch Josh Allen play on Monday night. So, all right. Absolutely. Five disagreements this week. Look at us. Wow. And we're not going to know until Sunday night. Well, we might know before that. But well, Sunday I mean, night could I'll, decide I've it for us. The, right. Oh. I've already, already got the first four correct. So, you know. Mm-mm-mm-mm. You know. No, I don't no. think so. Okay. Um, okay. Well, 
we'll have to play this one out and see how it happens. But uh, hey, to all of our listeners out there, we hope that you have a very Merry Christmas. Hoping that you all stay healthy and safe and are able to enjoy time with your family, whether it is in person or virtually, depending on where you are. Uh, And just a reminder that this season isn't about the presents. Uh, it is not about the lights, but we are celebrating the birth, birth of our Savior. So uh, we hope that you guys all have the opportunity to do that this week. Don't forget to hop on over to our Instagram and let us know who you think is going to win this week's matchups. And uh, we'll be looking forward to following along. Absolutely. Hey, no one cares that your presents are going to be four days late because the mail's slow. Don't worry about that. People want your people want to FaceTime you because they can't be there in person. FaceTime your grandma. FaceTime your aunt you haven't talked to in two years. Tell people you love them. We'll see you next week. Yep. Absolutely. All right. Merry Christmas, friend. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas.